Praise the Lord. I start today with a prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, may whoever listens to these, may they be blessed in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Now, this is Malfan Mayaka here. Power moment today coming to you all the way from Melbourne to your car, your living room or whatever place uh, you're listening in or you are at from Melbourne, Australia, one of the world's most livable cities, as they say. Give me this mountain. Now, as I said to write today, I realize it's the fourth time that I've actually written in the same subject, the subject of vision in power moment, which means that it's an important subject to me. What it also means, in another way, it also means that the, the, the vision, uh, the subject of vision is really central to God's call on my life. So vision, however, however vision is is, under, is misunderstood, is a... A misunderstood subject, <laughs> beg, beg your pardon, uh, because it's often, uh, because it's informed by very many worldviews or diversity of worldviews. Now, many worldviews aside, I stick to the Christian worldview. Now, here I, I define vision. So, what is vision? Uh, I define vision as revelation. Divine, divine communication as a revelation, as a revelation, divine communication or guidance from God in all aspects of life for those who choose to follow Him for His people, which then in essence means uh, that is God's law or God's word, God's word His is His vision, God's law. Uh, so God brings or communicates the vision through His word, through His law. Now, accordingly. Uh, therefore, uh, accordingly, where there is no vision, in other words, no revelation of God and his word, the people are unrestrained, but happy, blessed is he who keeps the law of God. That's very famous Proverbs 29 and verse 18. I'm reading from the MP version. So <clears throat> when people do not accept divine guidance, they run wild, they run amok, they are unrestrained in their thought and their ways and their lives, they are unrestrained. Now, so it means then in the absence of vision in a social unit, in a family, organization or institution or setup, people deviate from God's order. People run out of control really, which means that they are walking outside or they walk easily, walk out of God's order, whether it's adults or children. Now, vision, therefore, has to do with obedience of God's law and a lack of it engenders indiscipline, lawlessness, or anarchy. And we can read all that in Judges 21, 25, 1 Samuel 3, 1, Hosea 4, 6. They all talk about how it is that people lack knowledge. For example, when you know, uh, uh, people are destroyed because they lack knowledge, they lack all the outside of the law of God. So today we learn uh, vision lessons from the words of Caleb or Caleb, depends on where you're pronouncing it from. Caleb, uh, one of the 12 scouts who, who Moses sent out to spy on the land or the promised land from the wilderness of Kadesh Barnea. 45 years, uh, 45, so we've seen that in 45 years later, 
uh, Caleb or Caleb is before the leader Joshua. And these are the words which he declares from uh, in Joshua chapter 14. Now we start from verse 10. He says, Behold, the Lord has kept me alive ever since the Lord uh, spoke these words to Moses while Israel wandered in the wilderness. Now here I am this day, 85 years old. As yet I am strong uh, this day as on the day that Moses sent me. Just as my strength was then, so now is my strength for war. And now therefore give me this mountain of which the Lord spoke in that day. For you heard in that day how the Anakim were there and that the cities were great and fortified. And it, it may be that the Lord will be with me and I shall be able to drive them out as the Lord says. That's in Joshua chapter 14 verse 10 and to 12 which I've read there in the New King James Version. So Joshua allocated Caleb Hebron. Now, as we know today that Hebron is in the West Bank and Hebron is one of the most valued sites, one of the holy sites in Israel, in the promised land today, just as God had promised him through his servant Moses. Just In fact, we read in verse 9, Surely the land where your foot has trodden shall be your inheritance and your children's and your children's forever because you have wholly followed the Lord your God. That's in verse in verse 9. Now, it's also important to note at this point that the land was allocated or allotted exactly as Moses had commanded. In other words, they didn't have the liberty to go and do whatever anybody wished, you know, take the land here and there. They exactly, they was allocated exactly. In other words, they followed the instructions they followed the word of the Lord. Now, come here are the lessons. Here are the five. What are the five lessons? Here are then the five lessons from just that word experience of uh, Caleb and uh, before Joshua. Now, first, vision is God's agenda with his people. In this case, to inherit Canaan, the promised land. In this case, is to inherit land, the, 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 the promised land. This is point number one, that vision is God's agenda with his people. Okay. Second, vision is a heart matter. In fact, uh, listen to Miles Monroe says this about vision. He says, sight is a function of the eyes, but vision is a function of the heart. A vision connects the heart of people who share it. Now, people, uh, when people share vision, their hearts are connected, period. Now, here Caleb has followed God. So we say here that Caleb has, or Caleb, Caleb has followed God and the words of his servant Moses wholeheartedly. We are told, I have followed the Lord wholeheartedly. So that is a hard matter. Third, so what is the third point? Third point, vision endures patiently through time and adversity. 45 years down the line, still God, you know, Caleb is saying, give me this mountain. The Lord, I heard it from the word of the, of the Lord through Moses. You know, the, where the, you, the, 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 the sole of your foot shall tread that I shall give you that land and your children, you know. And so uh, the vision, uh, vision endures adversity and time. Time may pass, but vision endures forever. Number, number four. So what's the fourth point? Fourth point, vision 
involves faithfulness, commitment, and loyalty. We see loyalty here. We see Caleb is loyal. He was loyal to Moses, one of the two brought a good report. And here he's standing before his brother Joshua. Loyalty, commitment. So um, faithfulness, a com you know, a commitment there. You know, words rare, words now. Commitment and loyalty. Committing to that vision is committed to the same vision. Fifth point, fifth, the, the last and the, the, the fifth and last point. Fifth, we see that the pursuit of vision is eternally rewarding. Now, this we can get from the words of the words of Paul are very informative here. For Paul says, you know, before he's brought, he comes before King Agrippa and, you know, um, in his judgment, uh, when he's being judged and comes, you know, he has appealed to Caesar as he appears here before King Agrippa, uh, who happens to be, you know, uh, visiting Rome at that time, I think. And he said in verse 20, uh, Acts 29, 26 verse 19, I said, uh, he says, this is what I saw. This is what I, how I've heard. This is what my encounter with the Lord. And I like what he says in verse 19. Says, he says, I was no disobedient to the heavenly vision. In other words, there's something that I held and I held on to it. Of course, that pursued there. And then, uh, we also read this very famous word, this very famous word in Second Timothy, where Paul says, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Finally, there is laid for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day. Not to me only, but also to all who have loved is appearing. Second Timothy chapter 4, verse 7 and verse 8. My friend, these are not words, just good words that are normally included in a eulogy. These are words of eternal meaning that vision has got. There's a reward. The reward awaits for those who will hold to the vision of the Lord. And the Lord, let me see the prayer short prayer here the prayer line here my prayer line here is dear lord give me this mountain give me this thing give me the promise that i may hold on to it as i wait for the eternal reward may the lord god bless you shalom